Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Hello and welcome to the 279th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Third time's a charm, I think. Third time's a charm. Couple of couple of small uh, issues to get yeah. this thing going. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Yeah. What did you Lane. guys do? Uh, we haven't we haven't done a ton of yet. Um, actually, Lena made breakfast this morning, despite me trying to not get her to do that. Um, but tonight I'm picking up some sushi, nice. some just Japanese food for everybody. So, um, where, where are tonight. you guys right now? Oh, we're down in Florida. We're we're uh, at my mother in law's house. Uh, yeah. When so tell us a story. Like when? Like what was the plan? What was going on? How, uh, when did you get down there? So, plan is to stay here for about a week or two. Um, we left late Friday. Like what? Like six six? What was it, like six thirty seven o'clock on Friday? I think. Okay. And. Yeah, we just we just drove through the night down here. Um, we did we did the driving in shifts, so me later and her mom did did different shifts throughout the time. It was like pouring rain during my first shift. It was like the first like four or five hours, I was shot that it just wouldn't it wouldn't let up. Um, Gordon slept most of the way, so it was pretty smooth overall. We'll probably do the same thing going back. Stopping, we just we we pretty much so we actually would have stopped, I think, and slept for a bit, but. When you would stop the car, Gordon would cry. You would take him out of his car seat, and he wanted to play. So, no matter what, we weren't going to be able to sleep. <laughs> so, so we ended up doing. We ended up just continuing to drive. And once we would continue to drive, he would, he would go back to sleep. Um, but yeah, so so doing it in shifts really helped help make it a lot more manageable. Uh, after my first shift, I I was able to just relax for the next several hours and you know sleep and just chill for a bit, and. Yeah, the plan. The plan while we're here is pretty much just continuing the quarantine. It's just yeah. that we're down with some warmer, warmer weather. So, um, we, there's a pool here, like a pool in our backyard. So we're gonna do some swimming at some point, and I'll continue to be working here. Just different, different background when we do when we do um, meetings. But yeah, overall, nothing's really changing. We we even did a, like a lot of grocery shopping before we left, so that we we're probably not gonna have to go to the stores too often while we're here. So, yeah. Nothing's really changing. It's just the scene. It's just the location from where we are. Okay. Yeah. Um, not 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 particularly looking forward to the drive back just because of how long it is. Uh-huh. And yeah, it is it is it is tiring. You know, you what is that? Just I ninety five all the way down. Pretty much. Pretty right? much. You um. There's a there's like what you like go around Washington D.C. or something. Yeah. I guess at some point I don't know yeah. what whatever roads we were on there. But otherwise, it was ninety five straight down, then connected to I four, to uh to head east. I think east was it east west, whatever direction, to uh to get outside of Orlando here. Okay. Yeah. And how long did that drive take you? So, of of pure driving, it's about fourteen and a half hours. But uh-huh. of course, with stops for gas uh, sure. and you know stretching your legs and stuff like that, ended up taking. It ended up taking about seventeen hours, I think. Did you guys leave? So we left at like seven PM and we got in we got in at uh just before one PM the next day. You left at seven PM. Yeah. Talk about that decision. Like 
I would think because normally when we do long drives, we try to wake up super early. Right. So. Um, yeah. So why do so, you leave at seven? So we talked about it a little bit, but one of the one of the things is that Gordon, it just like sitting down in a car and moving, he will he just falls asleep. We were a little worried that he wouldn't want to sleep, but he wouldn't want to sit in the car seat for that long of a period of time. So um, we wanted to we wanted to be driving when like during his normal sleeping hours, so that he would be we wouldn't mess with his sleep schedule at all. Um, and it did work. Last night he slept from like six thirty or seven p.m. and he slept till mostly till till eight. I think he woke up at some point in the middle of the night, and Lena had to stay up with him for a little bit before he went back to sleep, and he woke up for good today at eight. So that's that's the primary reason. Typically, like if it was just us, like if we didn't have a baby, I'm certain we would have we would have chosen to have left um, earlier, early in the morning as well. That's how we would typically do it when I was a kid. And we don't really we don't really do too many long trips like this. Um, we, Lena and I, did go to Indianapolis last was it? No, it was two summers ago, I think now, for um for a couple of weddings, and that's a ten hour drive. One of those days we did, we left late like this and drove through the night and then we had to, we had to, we, we both like, we just stopped and, and napped in the car for a couple of hours because we were both just super, super tired. Another time, I can't even remember what time we decided to leave that day, but I think we left super early in the morning. So, um, yeah, if, if, if it wasn't for Gordon, it was likely to, we likely would have left early in the morning, but I think part of it was just because it was such a long drive and we did have so many people who were able to drive. We figured it would just be, it would be better to get there, like, you know, having, basically having two full days of time to just acclimate and get rested before, before, um, well, at least before work Monday. So, yeah, overall, definitely, definitely manageable. Again, I, I guess I, the only reason I would recommend it is if you're, the well, only way I would recommend it is if you have enough drivers to kind of offset that time where you're actually needing to be alert and, and um and ready to go that's fair yeah um how has like what do you think are the the tips now that you really lean on to like for you to stay awake oh while driving and stuff yeah yeah man that's a hard one so I think the the worst part about late night driving when you're tired is when there's nobody else on the road. So once you get to that point, man, like good luck, good luck. I I was sitting there thinking, I can't imagine what it's gonna what it would be like to be a truck driver where you needed to have flex, where you needed to be very flexible with the hours that you drive. You know, basically being like a nurse, yeah, or a doctor, where they're like, oh, okay, you're gonna you're gonna be coming in overnight this day, and then and like two days later you're gonna be doing the day shift. Um, I can't imagine having to like, first of all, that, that, that would be hard enough to do it as, you know, a healthcare worker in general. But when you're on your feet and kind of moving around and stuff, I feel like it's a lot easier to stay awake or I feel like it would be a lot easier to stay awake. However, if you're driving, driving, like you're just sitting down, it's boring, especially at night. I would, I would, I feel like it'd be really easy to fall asleep as a truck driver. So I'm like, kudos to those guys, those guys and those guys and gals who are able to stay awake um, despite being tired. But when there's nobody else on the road, it's it's tough. It's really tough. When it was raining, so it was like, you know, 11, 12, it was like 11 p.m. and then like midnight, it's raining. 
and there's still a decent amount of other cars on the road and because of the rain not everyone's driving as fast although some people are definitely driving much quicker than i'm expect than i would than i would imagine yeah you know for whatever reason it feels like in the rain people drive faster than they do outside of the rain like the next makes day, no sense i'm the next day, like during the day, on the last few hours of the trip, I'm driving and I'm like, I'm passing like everybody. Everyone's, everyone seems to be going slow. But the night before, everyone was driving. Everyone seemed to be driving the speed that I was doing the next day when it was, when it was, uh, when it was, um, bright and sunny out. So I never really get that. Um, like when I say it was a lot of rain, it was a lot of rain. It was just consistently raining. So, especially in low light conditions, it's hard to see the lines of the road. Um, yep. it's rain it's raining and there's so much rain being kicked up so much water being kicked up off the cars especially the trucks in front of you there's like a haze of mist everywhere so it's very difficult to see where you're going at times and other people that drive like they're other people are doing like 70 80 miles an hour like no problem and they're they seem to be getting annoyed with you for being anywhere that you are because they want to get around you and get and get to their destination asap um but yeah so i know that's not that's not great advice yet um <laughs> What I find is that in the in the in the early evenings where there's other cars around, I just feel like I don't really have to try to stay awake. Even if I'm tired, I don't really have to try to stay awake because it's it's there's enough happening that my brain is constantly like working and like taking in information. It's like okay, there's a car there, there's cars here. I'm kind of looking at my mirrors. I'm not like saying I'm racing people, but I kind of like I feel like I have like a mindset as if I were a racer. Like I'm kind of having a mental picture of where everybody is at all times. And trying to just really be on it and alert about everything around me. And that's why I find it difficult when it's like, you know, 2, 3, 4 a.m. When there's nobody on the road. When you are when you look in your rearview mirror and you look ahead of you and you can't see a set of lights in front of you or behind you, that's when it gets really boring. And that's when I found like, yeah. okay, this is, this is when it's, it's, it's very possible to fall asleep. So um, I'm trying to remember which trip it was. There was a trip that we were doing at one point and... I found I was like there's I oh it was when we had to evacuate from um from Florida after our wedding when we had to go from Tampa to Atlanta yep and the trip the trip was supposed to have been like I think the trip was supposed to be like seven or eight hours and it ended up being like 16 hours on the road it was like double it double whatever it was supposed to be easily and on that trip, I remember being so tired. Like we we were all so sleepy, and we just needed to get to, we just needed to get to the house that we were going to, um, Lena's aunt's house, and because mm-hmm. uh, we had two cars, so I'm driving one car, Lena's driving the other car, and we were we were so sleepy. I was like, I would I wouldn't like if if it was any other time, I would I would 100% pull over and go to sleep. Um. I don't even remember really why we didn't, to be honest. But um, yeah, like it for me now. If I'm feeling tired, I'm not gonna. I'm not taking any risk with that. I honestly just well, yeah, that's like it's way too risky. Yeah, well, coffee like coffee doesn't do it for me. Like the caffeine doesn't really work like that for me. You know, coffee like coffee maybe gives me a little bit of a kick. And I think the only thing coffee does for me when I'm driving is it's just like a something that I'm doing. I'm I'm, I'm picking up the cup. I'm drinking it. It's hot, so I'm you know trying to avoid burning my tongue. But that's really all that that activity does to keep me awake, like the activity of it alone. But as soon as I finish it, I I would easily be able to go to sleep again anyway. Well, not again, but just go to sleep in general. So, yeah, I feel like coffee doesn't really cut it for me. So if I were tired, probably probably just take that nap, man. Catch catch like the catch the hour or two that you need, 
and then get get back to it. Yeah, you know, like when you start to get drowsy, same as being intoxicated, right? Uh, and it's just so hard, like you said, where it's not like coffee's going to help you in any way. And right. I mean, I don't. I remember. I once, I think I've pulled over, I pulled myself over once, and it was like after work uh, in high school, senior year. Uh, I was basically working in Newark, um, and then I had to drive all the way back to my parents' place, like to and from every day, and I think afternoon one day, I was like, I'm so tired, I'm just going to pull over and like nap, and I probably slept like 20 minutes, and then I got, like had to continue then, but it I, that was probably the one time ever where I was like, this has gotten to the point where it doesn't even matter where I'm trying to go. I'm not getting there. The yeah. other time was I, we, I actually, I actually closed my eyes. Uh, this place called A&P Technologies. It's like some like lab. It was like a, my family friend who, who worked there or something, and they got me a job there. God, so I remember talking about this way, you know, however many years ago, and um, I just couldn't remember. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So you said the next time you, you, you actually closed your eyes. I closed my eyes and I don't think I've ever told the story, but I closed my eyes and I woke up <laughs> and the car was stopped in front of me at the red light and I Ooh. slammed on the brakes. I didn't, I came so close to hitting that car and the woman, I, I still remember the look that she had in her rear view. She like basically looked at me like, yeah. what the fuck? Cause I was basically driving down the road, eyes closed. And I think because it was like I had to get there at like eight o'clock, and so you wake up at six. It's an hour drive right. by yourself, and I mean, you think that the roads, because of like how twisty they were, like it would keep you uh, engaged. And stuff. Called? Engaged. That's that's really not how that works. Um, and so I just thought I could close my eyes for a second. I thought it was a long blink, and it yeah, was yeah, not. Yeah. Oh God! And that that like scared me straight. So that's why that happened before, and the next time it was like, oh, you know what? Let me, let me not even like tempt this at all, and let me just, uh, let me just pull over. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. So that's a, that's that. I, I feel like that's the big thing. Sometimes you have to be like scared straight for this. Yeah. Um, because, because I feel like, I feel like until you experience it yourself, like as many times as people tell you, um as much advice that people give you about their situation, sometimes you just don't know until it hits you. And that's one of those times where it's like, Oh my God, like what, am, what am I, what do I need to change about how I've been functioning to make sure this doesn't happen again? Does that mean I need to start going to bed earlier every night to make this drive not so terrifying and, and, and risk falling asleep at the, at the wheel every time? Like what do, what do I need to do differently to make this, to make this safer? Um, Additionally, then it's like okay. So if that's for work, you know, that's one thing. And then if it's if it's for a trip, then it's like okay. Well, do you do you just plan to get as far as you possibly can, and then say okay, well, I'm good. I'm good falling asleep and getting there. You know, late in the afternoon or early in the evening the following day. Because you know, if there's nothing tying me to a time there, then then why does it matter, right? Yep. Oh man, just like that's why I like. Uh... Yeah, I know my dad. He he's gone from smoking. That was like years and years and years ago. He would smoke, and then when he gave up smoking, it was like drinking a lot of diet coke. And then he moved on from diet coke to eating like chocolate and like just candy. 
and then now it's yeah. like he just drinks a lot of tea. He drinks coffee. If there is, a, if we're stopping for coffee, he'll get a coffee, and then he'll just snack on stuff. So I like to snack when I'm eating too. Yeah, or when I'm eating, when I'm driving as well. Um, not not don't don't feel great at the end of the day though. Let me tell you. <laughs> Sitting there eating nah. chips and candy the whole drive. Fourteen hours later, you're like, "What am I? What am I doing? What am I doing with my life?" I know. Uh, so, what's it called? You said you're gonna stay down there for a week or two. I guess oh, yeah. it's like an open end date. Um, yeah, yeah. Just I guess it just depends on how we're feeling after this week. We'll see. What's, but what's nice though is you're in the same time zone for work. So. Yep. Even though you're, what are you, like a thousand miles away? Something like that, that surprisingly. Uh, surprisingly. You're a thousand miles away, but you're in the same time zone. That, 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 I think that'll help tremendously. Yeah. There's no circadian rhythm stuff that you got to get used to. Work is super easy to, to manage, all that. Yeah, yeah. I've been grinding away with work lately, man. Um, yeah. Overall, like I'm meeting, meetings and stuff, I don't, I don't even have too many meetings, but the amount of work that I've been working on in general has just been a lot. So, um yeah, this week, this week I have a pretty clear path or clear uh, plan of action, and um, yeah, looking forward to be able to tackle that uh, come Monday tomorrow, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah. One. One kind of. Go ahead. I was gonna say one thing. I'm 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 a little disappointed about like that I can't do right now is um, I've been riding my bike right at home. Yeah. Whenever it's nice out, um, I got these contrary or as contradictory as the term is clipless uh pedals which literally are pedals that you clip into i don't know why they call them clipless to be honest but um some some clip pedals and and uh shoes and uh what else did i get i got um some like compression pants and and biking like shorts or really underwear yeah so that the, the seat isn't like digging into you the whole time you're riding yeah so i got these i got these uh you know this new gear and I'd, and I'd ridden with it maybe just once before, and then the temperature had dropped. I got really busy with work. Didn't really get a time to ride again until the Thursday, the day before we left. Man, that ride felt good. I I, uh, I was only going to do like five or six miles, and I got to the end of that, and I was like, I still feel like I want to keep going. So I just kind of – I turned around. I just like continued – down, like went back the way that I came and then took a different path home, add an extra like five miles onto that. Even at the end of that, I still felt really good, but I was like, it's, it's like – seven o'clock i gotta eat i gotta uh, i gotta start packing <laughs> things like that so um yeah I, I was i was only a little sad to leave because i was feeling like this is the first time where I'm, i've kind of really been enjoying cardio you know this the, i mean i know you're you you run all the time but to, when you get to the point where it's like okay like i'm I, I'm, I'm comfortable continuing that's where i felt like i was on the bike and i really i really would have enjoyed being able to continue going then or at the very least have some times over the next few weeks to uh to do it though i don't know how the temperature was or is um over the next week or so but um you know it's going to continue getting nice or nicer um yeah so while i'm here i'm going to try running but one of the things about running is like you know but when i finish my feet hurt or my joints hurt and stuff on the bike i don't i don't feel that it's like all right my my my, um my my muscles hurt but that's about it you know that that zero impact is really nice What kind of? No, I totally hear you. I, I mean, a similar vein is uh, I used to take spin classes, and I did it with the buckets uh, in class. 
Oh yeah. Uh, so you just use your regular shoes. Right. Uh, it's it's not the same, right? Because you feel like you're pinching with your toes yeah, the entire yeah. time. And right. It's like a weird calf and hamstring workout. Yeah. Uh, but then I got the uh, the shoes with the clips. And do you know what kind of clips you got? I have the mountain bike clips. So I think those are what that would be used in the spin classes. I think the shoes that I use would would function just fine with the with the yeah. the, the bikes that you use in spin. Gotcha. I know because like certain bikes have like like. I think there's two different types of clips out there. Yeah, they're like two, like the two prongs and the three prongs. I have the two prongs. Gotcha. I think that's the one I have. Anyways, it, it's it's a game changer. It really is. You feel like you're you're pushing and pulling, right. and so you get to work the both sides because most people just know to push, but you got to yes. learn how to pull as well. It's been weird. I mean, like I said, I've only ridden it with like twice now. The first time I rode with it, I didn't really notice much of a difference, and I was like, maybe I just I've been riding a bike. I mean, on and off for so many years. But I feel like it, yeah, it's it's a learning experience because you have to realize how to pull and still have it be a smooth transition. When I was able to do that, it was like going up hills was so much easier, and it just made sense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So um, the clips are so important. the The seat pants that you have are going to be so important, especially if you're doing long rides. I yeah. mean, I can't imagine. Uh, it, it digging in i mean the longest spin class i ever took was like an hour uh an hour and 15 minutes maybe and it was it wasn't an issue because that's actually not that long and you're like in and out of the seat so often yeah yeah uh but like if you were to do like a hundred kilometer ride across like the country or whatever yeah i'm sure that would that's such a definitely hurt at some point yeah man i'm, I'm glad that you're getting the uh the gear for it that's that's uh, super exciting right um yeah i'm definitely trying to figure out different types of routes that i can take around where i am to um you know experience some longer longer rides and feel safe doing it too you know i'm not trying to be like on those those narrow windy roads where cars are going to come flying around by me you know passing mm-hmm. passing like you know a few inches from me so what i've been doing is is i mean and again thanks to the the quarantine i've kind of I'm kind of forced to do it. So like, you know, not going to the park and things like that and riding, but just kind of riding around near my house, but locations where there really aren't many people. And I just kind of like loop through certain areas. So I'm kind of seeing the same things and, um, you know, it gets a little boring when you're doing it like that. So I went out on a couple of different roads the other day and they're like, you know, super wide pull off lanes. So I was able to just kind of ride along those. And they're also actually double as, as a bike lane felt super comfortable there but there are other areas in the in this you know not far from my house where it's a it's much narrower and there's not that designated bike lane lane that i'd probably try to avoid for the time being since i am kind of new to it but yeah sure i'm I'm definitely enjoying it i'm really happy that i'm that i am enjoying it like that i'm eager to go back because that's one of the things i want to do when i get back home uh how's it I guess, do you have like a bike mount or a bike rack for your car? No, not yet. Um, I thought about getting one. Um, there's, there's a, there's a lot of places, a lot of trails, um, not far, you know, in Delaware that I would, that I'd be able to go out onto. Yeah. Um, there, there was, uh, so White Clay Creek Park, White Clay Creek, White Clay Creek. I find that very difficult to say. Um, there's uh, a lot of bike trails up there. Yaron and I, um, one of my old roommates, and I used to go out there when we were um, both undergrads. Mm-hmm. I had a hybrid bike and he had a mountain bike. And so we're riding these trails and the trails were much. So my bike was lighter than his, 
but it and so in like flatter sections it was a bit more nimble and i was able to to um i think control my bike a little easier or at least you know move a lot easier but then sections that were a lot bumpier sucked <laughs> and so he ha he was able to tackle those a lot better than me so i have another hybrid oh. bike again now i have another hybrid bike now but um i still i still would uh would definitely want to go out and and ride some of these trails i find those a lot of fun it's like it's like playing a sport for me like card cardio can be a bit tough for me fair enough to like stay motivated and continue doing and and with the sport the the um the the spirit of competition can keep me moving in ways that like i i i, I it just it that is what c continues to push me and uh riding these trails mm -hmm. I, I think just i don't know something about them just keeps the adrenaline flowing yeah. and i don't really think about it as a workout so much as like oh this is just fun yeah i mean once you start taking uh once you start making workouts fun you you push yourself so much harder than you might normally yeah and that's that's, yeah. that's always going to be good um yeah i also bought a uh a phone mount for the bike and i downloaded the strava app so i want to start kind of tracking different segments of these like trips that i'm doing yeah to to like you know track the progress not just like the overall ride itself but just see the different segments because people people have create segments uh there's like a brewery nearby like oh you know so the like quarter mile between this point and that point you can kind of compare yourself to other people but you can also track your progress kind of like okay well i'm i'm normally this tired at this particular point let's see how i how i am performing from week to week and see and see if i'm able to you know track that progress over time so i'm looking forward to being able to do that as well yeah i just followed you on strava oh yeah yeah, what's interesting is I never do any of the cycling challenges, and you're going to yeah. basically do the cycling challenges, and I'll do all the running challenges. <laughs> I mean, normally yeah, I normally I can bang out all of the running challenges, but because of the pandemic and the shape that I'm in, like, I'm struggling to get to a 10K right now. Normally, I'll, like, run, if I can get a half marathon in, which at one point was a no-brainer, uh, I'm getting all the challenges in for the running bit basically every month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fun one for you to do will be uh, ride a hundred kilometers in a day. Yep. So I don't know when. I think it's yet the the, the Grand Fondo complete a hundred kilometer ride. That'd be really cool for you to try. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, definitely yeah. looking forward to getting more of that stuff in. Yeah. It's uh, I, I was I was like looking at some people that I knew, so, so, you know, some of my contacts, and seeing that some of the people that I know that that ride. Mm -hmm. and yeah just seeing just seeing their progress like their their typical rides like okay i still got a lot of work to do it'd be uh yeah it'd be cool to not just one day like match their their um their efficiency but actually see if i'm able to just get to the point where i'm able to put up a ride comparable to their number i don't care if it's you know if it takes me 30 minutes longer to do it but it's just the fact that i'm able to do it that'd be cool to that'd be cool to do so mm -hmm. yeah nice uh all right great well listen it's mother's day i know you got some plans uh yeah. why don't we why don't we get out of here all right well that sounds good to me all right cool all right well i'm reza i'm sandy thanks so much for listening happy mother's day we'll see you guys next week